Welcome back to another episode of You Wouldn't Down with a Podcast. Today is classic a very intro. special it's it's a very <laughs> special day. It's a classic intro, but <laughs> it's not just any old day. Mm. Um mm. some historic things have happened today. Uh it seems the Democrats have stolen the election. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We do, have, we do have sources on the ground who are giving us live updates and uh, they are stealing the election. They are wearing black eye masks and cat suits and they are like kind of, you know, like a, like a cat would. Like, they have sacks. Cat burglar. Yeah, like a cat yeah. burglar. They're, they're mm-hmm. sneaking around with big sacks that say votes on them. Oh, that's, that's what I've been seeing um, in Philly. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. Cool. They're stealing all the votes, and um, it is rigged. So, uh, mm. I mean, I'm, that's that's just Antifa. Like when on Halloween, when I went to the Spirit Halloween, all the the robber <laughs> outfits just they're not allowed to put robber because it's copyright. They put oh. Antifa on it. You went to and, you went to Spirit Halloween on Halloween. Is that where you, is that where the parties are? That's where my uh, election poll was. Mm. Yeah, that's where he voted. All right. Um, well, either way, at least the election's done. We can all get off the edges of our seat and fully recline and enjoy the entire seat again. This uh, is the first time that anyone, when I've asked anyone how they are, someone's been like, I'm good. I haven't heard I someone say I'm good for like eight months, maybe it's, two yeah. years, three years, four years. It's it's all It's been a pretty consistent, oh, I'm okay. Well, well, especially yeah, especially mean, this year, it, it almost feels like you're lying when you say that you're doing good. Even if you are like doing okay that week, it feels like you're being disingenuous, you know? Just yeah, or at least considered. like inappropriate, like um, yeah, like lacking empathy yes, by saying right. you're doing like, good. Oh, like, like oh, you're you go- oh, good. you're good, you're good. Yeah, uh, all right, you. never mind. <laughs> but no, it actually, there's some, there's like everyone is, uh, everyone's like what we're allowed to be happy today what okay just one just for one day what, 24 hours <laughs> yeah we have a 24 um, hour period from the time that they said joe biden won the presidency we have 24 hours to feel joy and then we need to get back to work yes exactly that's that's yeah. exactly true i mean i i started therapy last week first session i have my second session on monday i'm done i'm telling her i'm good now <laughs> all it's my all problems over. I figured it out. Everything's it's better. You, can, you just gone. walk in there like Tony Soprano and just like be like, I- I'm <laughs> done with this. Sorry. Like speaking literally. of Tony Soprano, we have the first Italian American first lady. Just found out on Twitter really? earlier today. Big strides for Italian. Jill Biden, she's a she's Italian American. She is apparently. Wow, South Philly is gonna love that when they find out. I know. Eat it up. Yeah. I foresee for like sure. I, I foresee like Fazoli's fast food restaurant overtaking mm. McDonald's. And that's what the right is worried about now. I know Italian Italian first lady. They're gonna they're gonna start their plan to get Fazoli's more Fazoli's yeah. than McDonald's per state. They're saying you know? a, a sparrow on every corner. We're not kind of a scary thought. We're not getting Medicare for all, but we are getting soup salad and breadsticks for all. Mm -hmm. A a breadstick in every basket. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Endless breadsticks in every basket. 
But anyway, uh, we have a, a very special guest. Uh, we have Marissa from Mannequin Pussy on the pod. Welcome. What's up? Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. Very cool having you. Uh, you guys have kind of been on my list of people to ask for a while. Uh, big fan. And also my, um, my old roommate is the guitarist of your band's old roommate. <laughs> So yeah, you guys a, have that in common. You have that in common. It's like um like an Eskimo brothers type situation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean every time I visited Philly, I'd stay with Jeff Fonseca. So Nas was always there and we would chill. And I I find him to be hilarious and just like one of the most interesting people. Like hates the internet, hates like social media, loves watching like old boxing tapes like all night and chilling like one That's of the ch- chillest people i've ever met yeah um, he's like a 75 year old man trapped in a young man's body exactly <laughs> that's that's actually like the best way to put it um, he's like uh sarah palmer and twin peaks return just in the dark watching very violent <laughs> boxing videos all night mm. <laughs> That's but cool. like chilling at the same time without yeah, like sure. the, the evil mask. Under yeah, not not quite possessed <laughs> by like a evil force. Not yet. Um, mm. Yeah. But yeah, he's like you and him are like pretty much the original core of Mannequin Pussy, right? You guys have known each other forever. Yeah, we've known each other since we were like five. So we just mm-hmm. when I wanted to start the band, I was like, oh, I actually don't know anyone who plays music mm. and that was that was like a hurdle for me personally and i was like oh nas he's not in a band right now and he was always in bands like in high school growing up like go see his high school bands and stuff but uh yeah he then i just asked him and he said yes and then it's just been like a slow grow from there hell yeah yeah i was gonna say even and you guys so we're like a new york podcast we are always talking about like new york shit and you guys your band started in new york right you guys were like originally new york before you became like a philly based group that's true i i know i (laughs) nos actually uh so one time i was going out with uh my buddy and a bunch of our friends and nos had like suggested like this bar in Chinatown. So we went there and the bartender was like an asshole. And then we mentioned that we we were told to say, we know T-Bone. You, you went which, to the Whiskey Tavern. The Whiskey Tavern, exactly. Mm. It was like right across from the tombs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, as, as soon as we said, we know T-Bone, they brought out like 12 free picklebacks with like... <laughs> on a tray with like stone dildos and sparklers and like mm-hmm. get, like fireworks like shooting off of the tray and just like <laughs> brought it straight to our table and it was just like oh shit T-bone pulls a lot in New York still you know no, he pulls a lot I, I uh, he pulls a lot of weight in the whiskey tavern <laughs> well okay so yeah it's not where it it's, counts it's not a not numbers to, like, game. Not to put down my brother, but let's, say, let's call it as we, as we know it. <laughs> and I remember talking to like Fonseca about it, and I, I was like, "Oh yeah, we said his nickname." And Jeff was like, first of all, it's not his nickname; it's his New York name." And he was like, <laughs> very, "Very serious about like the distinctions between all of it," which I still think is like super fucking funny. 
Yeah, like once he moved to to the like the moment he moved to Philly, he started saying like John and like speaking this like weird Delco accent and like <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a sponge for sure. It's pretty funny. <laughs> but like yeah, now we've been now we've been in Philly for like six years. Um, so yeah, we we have new names, new accents and shit. I was gonna say the last time I saw you guys play in Philly, it was like it was a while ago. Uh, it was at like a store. Like you guys have like. Oh, a storefront. A storefront, yeah. Yeah. And it was it was sick. I mean, I feel like did Jeff play with you on that show? He like he did. He played did guitar. Yeah, it was that show was fucking awesome. Very very cool time. Um, I'm missing live music now. Obviously, I'm like reminiscing hard on everything I've been to in the past like ten years. Philly is kind of the wild west of venue names. You got like the pharmacy, a storefront. You got the saloon. <laughs> You got the spittoon. You got we had the, everybody hits. Yeah, there was everybody the hits. Church. The batting cage one. The church. Yep. It's always like really simple names. Like if you were like in the old west or something, you're like walking by, like I'm being the the pharmacy later on today. The the first place we ever played in Philadelphia was called the Fuckhole. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and like I think that was like immediately when I was like, yeah, this is my this is my city. Like this is, where I need to, this is where I need to be living. So. The question I need answered, which is, it's wrong to immediately go there, but I have to know if the fuckhole is an all ages venue. Yeah, it, is. It's, it was someone's basement. It's fucked up. It was someone's basement where like the clearance in the basement was like maybe like five five five, and I'm like I'm like five two. I lie. I'm five. I, I say I'm five three, but that's a lie. I'm like actually five two and a half. <laughs> I like had this much clearance from the basement ceiling mm. that just had a bunch of like nails sticking down on oh it my it God. was like yeah it was it was hardcore it was a hazard uh oh, it was, it was i can't a, believe yeah it, it was, adds it like, adds to the danger of of diy music it was so it, dangerous you need the I'm, threat I'm, of standing up too tall and stabbing yourself in the skull yeah and it didn't happen like it's just like just weird i don't know magic happens in diy it's just like it's fine. Sure. I don't know. I don't know how it, no one got hurt, but no one did at that show. <laughs> I've been to some like apartment shows where people have gotten like sliced by the, the ceiling fan and shit in Florida. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> some really Florida. crazy shows. Uh, they have sharp there was, like, ceiling a, fans down there. I mean, yeah, there was, like, you have a, to sharpen your ceiling fan before you hang it up. Well, there was a New Year's Eve show. Um, at this place called Cloud Nine in Orlando, which was like an, it was like an apartment above, like a really tiny, like above apartment of like a storefront. And it was Jeff's band, Direct Effect. And I think Jack from X Breathers was touring with them as bass. And since it was such a tiny hot room, everybody like took their clothes off and it, it was called like the underwear show. And it was so hot. And I think Jack, people were holding him up during the ex breather set and he hit his forehead on the ceiling fan and he was like bleeding everywhere. But I remember the room was like, it was like thick, like moist sauna oh, vibe. Like you could feel mm. like everything in the like room, like shit. It was, there was like was, evaporated uh, blood in the air. <laughs> it was not pleasant and it was, it was not safe. So, you know, you take your chances with DIY spaces, uh, getting hurt, I suppose. I don't know. Maybe the they need they need security guards. They need like a like 
a guy standing with his back to the stage between the crowd. Or I guess there's not stages in these places. Huh? No, there's the not stages. No, there's it's no so, stages. you know, it's a communal space to like sweat and bleed all together. To Jeff, a DIY venue is the Bowery Ballroom. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's yeah. what Jeff's if operating. I can't, if I can't go downstairs to a bathroom and like leave leave the concert area for a minute just to like straighten my head, uh, you know, it's not it's not really DIY. Well, I'm hearing uh, the Biden administration on day one. They're going to um, they're going to uh, make a new commission on uh, deregulation of DIY spaces. So uh, they're actually bringing back all the DIY venues that have been shut down in New York over the past few years, and um, they will be ensuring that each DIY venue has you have to have X number of nails pointing out of the ceiling. You have to block <laughs> off X number of windows so there's no airflow. You have to have stuff hanging on the walls that it's a fire hazard. And you have to like you have to if your doors open outward to the street, you have to make them open inward. So you uh, you mm. start a crush when, when there's a stampede. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to a new renaissance of DIY uh uh, in, uh, during a Biden administration, it's really exciting to hear. And it's very much an antithesis on his his raving policy from earlier yeah, on. Yeah, it's it's going to be a whole <laughs> new re- renaissance of music. You know, mm-hmm. mm. you're going to be able to smoke inside of the glove again. Really exciting <laughs> stuff. Oh uh, yeah. So Marissa, I saw like right before we started recording on your Instagram story that you you're you're like helping move out of like your childhood house and your mom found weed on you like 20 years ago and handed it to you. And you did a poll about whether you should smoke the 20 year old weed or not. So my (laughs) question is, did you smoke it? And was it good? Was it bad? I I didn't smoke it. Um, cause I'm still trying. So yeah, I'm in, I'm at my, my parents' house right now cause they're, they're moving out of their house. Um, so I came down to help. And then my mom was like, look what I have. And it was the, the weed and pipe she had like found in my bedroom when I was like 15 that she still has. And it's like, it's got matches in it. It has rolling paper. I don't know. I had like rolling papers and a pipe in there. And there's like a nug of weed. The weed kind of looks good. It's like kind of like reddish. Mm. No, it's mint condition preserved for 20 Um, years. Yeah. It's been like in like the same little Ziploc baggie for 15 years. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, some, someone hit me up and was like, was like, all these people are saying smoke it, but that shit could be moldy. Don't do it. And I was like, Ooh, mm. keeper weed. If you smoke it, you're going to see a forgotten season of He-Man. But, see, the other thing face. is a bunch of people, uh, another group of people messaged me and said, I also have found 10 year old weed and I've never like left the atmosphere so fast. So I'm kind mm-hmm. of like, I'm really torn. Like. Do I put some moldy old stuff into my lungs or do I like blast out of here for a while? It's like a barrel aged whiskey, except it's a Ziploc bag <laughs> aged nug. I smoked yeah. just some two year old weed once and I had to tell my friend to call the ambulance because I was sure I was having a stroke. <laughs> so, oh, <yeah. laughs> my, my question is, so is this weed like bush era weed or is it obama era oh yeah this is this is bush era weed this is like oh my yeah this is bush era weed that's that good good bush years Mm -hmm. oh yeah which is probably why we all became such like little leftists you know growing up in the bush administration you we didn't realize how bad things would get that you could i didn't Mm -hmm. realize you could hate a president more than 
we hated George Bush. <laughs> I know. Right. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I was, you know, I, I was in like middle school and high school when Bush was president <laughs> and uh, you, you just like, didn't think he could get any worse. You're like, Green Day wrote a whole album about it. Like, (laughs) there's no way it could get any worse than this. Uh Um, And yet, here we are. Here we Um, are. Has Green Day? When when does Green Day's Trump album come out? I'm waiting for that to happen. Did did they? American Idiot (laughs) Two. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm like praying that we don't do like the same thing that happened with Bush, where all of a sudden like people kind of just glorify him as he was like not that bad we're like looking back we're like remember the good old days of when george w bush was the worst thing we had to fear i know i'm like yeah it's tough they're already doing it for trump like literally yesterday i saw tweets it's like even though i don't like trump i can still sympathize with his position i'm like shut the fuck up shut the fuck up well shut up and we still have like months to see what he fucking does. Like he's, he's still president. His, he's, he's still president. fucking president. It, it's well, like you know, it's literally he's literally still president. And they well, like, they are he's chomping at the everybody. bit to like humanize mm-hmm. him and like oh my god. I mean, we don't have to talk about this the whole time, but uh, we don't. But I, some, I'm, I'm some real. About oh, I mean, mm. it's the I don't know. Yeah, it's. Insane it's, levels of of lib moments happening uh, all over oh, the internet yeah. right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just like excited to mobilize against like a neoliberal president because I feel like during the Obama years, I, so during the Obama years, like I was in college, I was studying political science, and like that's when I like learned about neoliberalism and like right. what what how capitalism and their government systems like intertwine in that way. Right. And I was like, Oh my God, you guys, I don't think we should be voting for this guy. Yeah. Like I right. know he's like hip and stuff, but like he's droning the fuck out of countries and like not really yep. accomplishing much and like all this stuff. And I didn't, I didn't, I did like a blank ballots mm-hmm. when I was like 22. Like I voted for him the first time, but not for his reelection. Like I left the president blank. Cause like that right. was like my own form of like 23 year old protest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, <laughs> But now I'm really excited that like, you know, fast forward eight years, it seems like everyone now is like, okay, yeah, we're mobilized. We're like ready to fight against everything. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that includes Joe Biden. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, it's I mean, as you get older and you see history firsthand for however many years then you're like wait a minute hold on like like a lot of liberals would like nothing more than to have a window of like two years of memory and everything that comes before that just doesn't mean anything and so uh it it, it takes some uh conscious effort to uh remind yourself that actually uh obama wasn't the best president ever uh definitely not and uh joe biden is not even as liberal as he was. So right. we will see what happens. But uh, but it feels really I mean, good today. It's yeah, very, it very sad. Does. I will say the, the real cause for celebration is watching Trump have a fucking shit fit about it. it so, oh, like I literally is hilarious. It's so funny. Like I turned on uh, Fox News earlier to see how bad they were coping and they were just doing all the cope stuff of, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Joe Biden mobilized X, Y, Z. And then they're like, so uh, uh, Trump has not issued any remarks because he is currently golfing. 
And then they showed a picture of him, like, like a grainy, like faraway picture of him, like on the golf course, like, like at the, like he, he, he is so, I can't even imagine like I, to, to well, be a fly on the wall would be that's, so funny. That that's the best part about the golfing is like, normally if he goes somewhere, he'll take like the helicopter, but the golf course is so close to the white house that he, he takes like the brigade, like the car brigade and they called it while he was golfing. So everyone is celebrating out front of the White House and he has to drive back through the celebration <laughs> instead of being able to fly over it. Like, can you imagine everyone like looking through the window of the car? Like oh, whoever, man. whatever picture gets snapped of like him looking out at people is going to be fucking classic. He's going to be wait. doing that thing. You know, when you just like drink a little bit too much when you're out and you throw up in the bathroom and there's a couple of people there. So you just kind of stone face walking all the way through on the way out. <laughs> You like wash your hands mm-hmm. like this. Nobody can see this because we're not, we don't release the video, but right. head was turned profile. Oh, the video is just for okay. Like good this. to know. I'll yeah. stop using physical humor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we can cut I, that whole that whole slapstick bit from the beginning. We can cut that. No one's going to see that. Completely safe. I don't know. I'm like, I'm very, I'm just happy that he survived COVID, so he could lose. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it would have been just, so I'm, funny I'm if really he died glad. though it would have been so funny if he had died it would have it would have been hilarious but it not as good a payoff as him being pissed about losing. i i just think we're in for like a really a hardcore manic couple of months of tweets from him like yeah. i'm i'm oh, like yeah i'm like excited for it like the the it, it will be unforeseen levels of cope from from his twitter can just president. be deleted now though because, like, all those times where he just gets flagged now, they'll just oh, yeah. delete it. Because it's not, the like, the president of the United States. I Twitter. still don't well, think they'll delete him. Wow, he's... Yeah, I think he, he's, still, he's still, like, too big to... I don't know. We'll, we'll see. That, that would be revenue. really... That would be pretty well, funny. But you guys I don't think that. it's going to happen. Now he's just going to go start, like, a TV network with, like, him and his sons and fucking, like... Yeah. He's just he's going to be like, now I'm I'm the source, the media to like look towards. And it's just going to further like all the people like Trump country people are still going to like go listen to what he says. He's going right. to be like, it's going to be like having another Alex Jones media presence all the time. Unless so, he goes yeah. to jail. Unless True. he goes to jail, which is fucking awesome. But <laughs> that, I, don't know. I know that they can't see it, but I just did a chef's kiss. Like a that chef, would be yeah. so sweet. Mm-hmm. They I just mean, came. I that think, emoji just came out. the The pinched fingers oh, really? emoji just dropped. <laughs> did it? They did. Yeah. yeah. Huge day. I was, look, huge I was looking for new. that last week, and it wasn't out. It just came out. Like, two iOS fourteen point two just dropped. It came out today. Wow. Uh, I got the update yesterday. So yeah, it's a huge, huge week for uh, <laughs> Chef's Kiss. You think? You think mm. that was like Jill Biden's push? Yeah. Yeah. She probably. she was uh Definitely. she was on the phone with uh with uh. Tim Cook and uh, and Unicode, the Unicode to to, consortium. Yeah, that's, to try to, that's to try to drop way. the chef's kiss emoji at the banging on moment. the door like this. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of physical comedy in this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that's very cool. I can't wait to drop a couple of those later in yeah. uh, in, in a comment somewhere. Keep mm. an eye out for that. Everybody. They also came out with the the smiling with a tear emoji, which is mm. I thought was needed. I've, that's I've, oh, yeah, I've, been, that's I've missed that needed. one. Yeah, I've needed a happy tears. Yeah, emoji for a long time. Yeah, that's that's pretty huge. 
There's I haven't had happy tears everything. in a long time, but um, Today? I, I like to think I would need it in the future. If you yeah. smoke that, if you smoke that nug, you might get there. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't even have to think true. of it as happy though. It could just be like a grimace with a tear. You know what yeah. I mean? Like where it's just like there's like just a like a pain smile, and there's just yeah. a single <laughs> tear coming down. <laughs> so. Marissa, I've seen I've seen like on y'all stories some like studio stuff. Are you guys working on a new album or something? Yeah, we're working on um, a new EP, which is new for mm. us to not do a full record. Um, mm. Yeah, me and Bear are going back into the studio tomorrow to finish his vocals and add some synth sounds, and then just got to get mixed and it'll be done. Nice, very sick, and that's that's coming out on Epitaph. Yeah very very cool i'm like hyped i mean patience was fucking great i loved romantic like romantic is my shit uh when that came out i was just like 24 7 playing that shit um same with patience is great too i was listening to it earlier today but i'm hyped for some new stuff like you know it's it's sick seeing artists like take this time to put things out like everyone's stuck at home you know uh Sadie Sad 13 put out a new album. I'm like a big Mountain Goats fan. He put out like two records. It's like, all right, we can't tour. We can't do anything. Let's just, you know, go into hibernation mode and make some stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's like, it's definitely weird. Like a lot of artists definitely finished things before this time part started and like started to put things out this year. Mm -hmm. um, but I kind of, it also kind of felt like disingenuous in the same way where like, if you ask someone how they are right now and they're like, oh, I'm good to be to like make it seem like it was easy to create something mm -hmm. right right now it's just been like such like frozen emotional blockage and uh i don't know it's just been weird but like as soon as we got into the studio together we were like uh well we're not doing anything else so we may as well just get in here and try and see if anything comes out and then it was like oh shit five songs just like shot right Come out of us it was so nice <laughs> All, all in one take. I'm hearing you just you just plug your <laughs> shit in and just you just it was all free improv and yeah, uh, just you're keep done. the tape rolling. We, we, yeah. we got this. <laughs> it was like that 15 minute single shot from Children of Men. Like it just keeps going <laughs> at the very end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But what's fucked up about that scene is there are a couple places where it wasn't a single shot. They like edited together. It just looks that way. Oh, dirty. You know. You know, mm. Well, you know, it's all about perception, right? If people believe it, <laughs> then that's the way it really happened, I mm -hmm. think. I, you know. Alfonso Cuaron is going to get the, shamed for that one. Yeah. Uh, Canceled. But yeah, uh, I'm very hyped, hyped for new music. Uh, you know, like you I said, New York, New York shit is like, there's no shows. They're like starting to do like publicly distanced, like stand-up comedy and stuff like that, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. And there's like a drive-in movie theater, but it's like, who has a car, you know? Mm, so right. I'm not doing that, but it's, it's interesting. It's going to be, it's going to be really interesting now that the election's over and COVID is not, not a thing anymore, you know, to see all the venues just like open on Monday again. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm hearing, uh, I'm hearing the graphs, you know, they've been going up, 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 but uh, today it's at zero. There are, no, there are no more cases. It's crazy. So um, they're set to reopen all of the venues. Uh, all the venues that closed down are reopening on Monday. And uh, 
should have a full lineup of shows um, starting next week. So it was all a dream. It's okay. going to feel so demoralizing, whoever that like first DIY band is that like plays a show that no one comes to. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah even, you know? even, even more like than normal. Af- like after all yeah. this, that would yeah. be my like, my like worst fear. Yeah. Would be yeah. like, when the pandemic's over and like still no one wants to come see your band. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. It's, That's I mean, it's definitely... It's not gonna- it's not going to be that different than before COVID then, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. No, yeah, no. The, the, the opener band uh, at, at 5 p.m. in someone's basement, and it's just it's just their roommates who are there in the other room. They're not even watching, and uh, they're trying to convince themselves. No, I mean, it's the pandemic. People are still scared to come because the uh, COVID uh no, trust it's me. Fine. Like it sounds better through the walls. That's yeah. how you want to listen to something. Yeah, mm. we actually mix. We uh, we mix for to be listened to from our roommate's room. So uh, don't worry about the acoustics. Uh, your your entire audience will be hearing it just fine. What it's do all you think? Do you, do you think it's worse to do like a concert live stream and only like six people are in the like the live? Because it's like, oh, no one's here. And the people that are here, we can't see if they're even like enjoying it. I mean, There's artists no, like-, like like the big artists, they're actually like making mad money right now on live streams because like live streams that you sell tickets to, like mm-hmm. I can't reveal my sources, but like they can gross as much in one live stream performance that they would in an entire month on tour. tour. Damn, Damn, true. That so, actually like, makes a lot of middlemen. Yeah, it, it totally. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it cuts out like loading in well kind of mm. i mean you still gotta like load into the practice space but like it's touring is hard it sucks yeah. i've definitely i've been like one of those people that's like touring is terrible for like my mental health my physical health everything but like i love doing it somehow like i convince myself that i love it even though like i can feel my body like withering away right so in in some ways i've been like not grateful for in by any means for the pandemic but i've realized how much of a break i needed from like, cause we were on tour for a solid seven months, like with like a few weeks in between each one. Um, and that's just like too much. But, um, but I mean, it, there's just so many expenses on a tour. It's just yeah. like, there's gas, there's lodging, there's like shipping merch and all this stuff. And so like, if you play one live stream performance and you can gross what you would in an entire month, that's like, but you, yeah. that, that's like for like the big, big bands that like, you know, Sure. Yeah, I was not, not, say, not for like fans like mine that like just made it out of the basement like a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, you guys, I, I was going to say, you guys are like, we're perpetually touring. Like every time I would visit Jeff in Philly, he'd be like, Nas is leaving tonight to drive to like <laughs> Atlanta or something. Like you can sleep in his bed later. I'm just like, oh, cool. <laughs> <That's sick. laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, you guys toured a lot. I was going to say, uh, this is kind of like a much needed break for people and maybe with Biden's win, he'll push for some type of like arts, like stimulus package for artists. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm really curious to see what happens when, I mean, who knows when this will be next year, the year after, but like when the virus is no longer like a constant threat, what if any effort is going to be made to like rebuild what has been lost in regards to like, 
arts spaces that have shut down bar, service you know, industry just, type yeah, bars restaurants so like many that. places that's what's um, hurting because you can't work from home you know what i mean yeah it's crazy i mean like even for us like we had we had a tour that was booked for right now that then got pushed to the spring and then we were like "Ooh, the spring is definitely not happening like mm-hmm. spring 2021 it's now mm-hmm. pushed to the fall like late fall of 2021 but already four of the menus we were supposed to play have closed down forever Right. Damn. And so we're we're fully expecting not to be able to tour for at least another year, as I think most artists are. And if they say if any if any band who says they're touring in the spring is fucking lying, like that's just not happening. Yeah. Absolutely not. No way. It's I mean, it's realistically, I feel like there's probably going to be like a pretty big push to try to like get things back to normal in the spring. And it's going to fail miserably because people are going to be like, it's been an entire year. Let's uh let's ramp this back up and it's gonna be just spot cleaning across the board. Yeah. I have a question for yeah. you all. Do you feel like the last like since March, mm-hmm. do you feel like this time has gone by fast or slow? It's both, both you know. It's like yeah. I, I keep saying like for the past like couple months, it's like I go I step outside for the first time in like several days to like go like walk somewhere. And I like expect it to be like February weather. <laughs> like, I know because that's, my, that's my, when we all yeah. kind of like stayed home. Like I was, I worked. I you know I'm a, I'm a bartender, so like my last shift was at at like this bar, the Breakers, was during like the Biden uh, Bernie debate. Yes, that's the touchstone for me too. Like when and like they, this started, it feels like well, five minutes ago. They made the announcement. <laughs> I mean, they and Bernie an- can still win, guys. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> Bernie can still win. Yeah, I agree. But they made the announcement during my shift uh, that like all restaurants and bars were closing on Tuesday. Like this was Sunday night. So I go home from work at like five in the morning. And then, like, when I get up the next day, they've already pushed it to where everything's closing Monday night instead. So I think mm-hmm. I worked the last shift at that bar. And, like, I haven't worked at that bar since that night. And it's, like, coming up on a year pretty soon. And it's, like, it just feels like, oh, it's Sunday. I need to get ready to go to work. And then it's, like, no, actually, that's There's not There's no work to go to. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, my my birthday happened, like, in April, it just like kind of whooshed by. Like I feel like this is like a, a lost year for everyone. Totally, yeah. like, mm. did, it, it feels that way. did it even happen? I don't even know. I'm not 31. I'm 30. Like fuck you. Right. <laughs> it's like a leap year, but uh, um, no, crazy. I feel the same way. Like I, um, some parts were longer, and some parts like recently the weeks have been going by like like that like yes and i think it mostly has mm-hmm. to do with like whether i'm working or not like my work was super dried up from like april through july and i was like just catatonic at home like i was not doing anything but then i started to get more bookings like starting middle of august and since august time has just flown by because i'm occupied <laughs> during the day doing work and so uh i feel like that helps the days go go by and like i'm constantly like oh shit it's already fucking friday and it was just friday yesterday that's crazy um but i mean it's it's uh, i've really come to realize how uh how much of my the rhythm of my life is dictated by my work which is uh not ideal but um 
It's true for most people, I would say. Um, I mean, yeah, it's fucked up for me. Like I worked at three bars and only one of them came back. And (laughs) when they came back, I wasn't immediately brought back in. And then I was eventually asked to come back. And it was like one to two days a week. And I did that for like a couple months. And then they eliminated my position and now I'm not working again. Mm -hmm. But generally most of my quarantine has been like unemployed. So I feel you. My, my problem is every day feels the same. I just like kind of sit on the couch. I watch shit about the election. I like tune out and watch TV, try to do something productive, uh, you know, work on the podcast, make memes. Um, But other than that, like, it's kind of like waiting for Godot. Like, it's just like, it's, it's never ending. Every day is the same. I'm like losing my mind half the time, yeah. half the time. And then it, and then like you wake up and it's like, wait, it's not February already. Even though it felt like an eternity the whole time, it still feels like no time has passed. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big gamer. So I've definitely like spent a lot of my time like playing video games, which has yes. been really nice makes me feel like mm. I'm accomplishing something. I'm like leveling up sure. every day, no matter what. Um, <laughs> the eternal feels, grind. Yeah, that feels great. I'm just like grinding on what that. Have you been, what have you been playing? Me and Jacob are huge gamers. Jeff is an, kind of anti-gamer. We, we, oh, like to, we like to have both sides on the, on the, on the, of the spectrum. I'm, well, I'm not an anti-gamer. Way. I just can't relate. I just can't relate. You can't relate to having fun? Yeah, Jeff doesn't no. really like fun <laughs> just never had fun really uh, I'm, I'm more so of a far? format guy i tried i tried uh i tried animal crossing because everyone talked about it and i was like Psh, this is a child's game i'm out it's a game for babies yeah this is a game for babies um i i played and finished the witcher 3 mm. Ooh, we're um, big witcher heads I, here. I finally beat um zelda breath of the wild nice mm. one of my favorites it was a big big deal for me um yep. i did start i'm always into stardew valley because it's stardew uh, valley is great yep you know it's like taking a xanax or you just like zone out and like <laughs> oh, sure it is, <laughs> get lost in the mines and then pass out because you forgot to <laughs> yeah go i'm home. just like constantly passing out and yeah. um i just started this new uh game spirit fair which is on mm-hmm. switch just uh really cool is it the it's boat one stardew valley mm-hmm. um yeah i think that's pretty much it that i've been playing nice. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely like tried to since I, I'm like I'm self-employed, mm-hmm. so I really had to like push myself to maintain my hustle. And like the first couple of months of quarantine, I got denied twice for unemployment assistance, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do now?" And just Friday, like within the 24-hour period, Donald Trump lost the presidency, and I finally, after months of waiting, got a call back from the unemployment office saying, "Oh wait, no, you should absolutely have unemployment." Wow. And I got my PUA. So I'm about to get from March 13th to now. Whoa. That absolutely rules. Huge day for gamers. Yeah, this is like a huge. Is, I, I like that. Actually, I did have happy tears on the phone with the unemployment office because I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I, you guys fuck. have no idea how long I've been waiting for this call. Like, I've been like, I've been, I'm very yeah. grateful. Like, I, I had savings because we, we were working so hard as a band for seven months and I, I slept out of my apartment for seven months. Like, I was sure. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that those savings are 
I, mean, yeah, because, I, I did ha- I did happy cry emoji. I was like, okay. oh my god. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> See, pretty awesome. Th- this is why they needed to implement that the happy cry emoji today. Everything, <laughs> yeah. No, is, I'm saying like, they dropped it, it uh it was a timed release, you know. Or, there's or, an energy. <laughs> there's like an energy going around, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like everything's yeah, like, aligning. Finally, it just feels so stagnant. It's so like catatonic to use the word you used earlier, and then now it yeah. kind of feels like okay, maybe things are going to like push forward a little bit more. Yeah, right. It's like such a weight. Like I finally feel like kind of feel like horny and shit again. I'm like, ready to go. Like, let's go. <laughs> For I'm sure. Like a dead piece of meat, and now I'm I know. Like, alive. I, yeah. I feel like, like I'm allowed to feel good again. <laughs> yeah. It's not a sin feel, to feel good. I feel like my body should be like blue with red stripes through it because i've i've been flipped from um atheist to agnostic now that all this stuff is happening it's like maybe a lot of weird shit's happening nowadays all at the same time Uh maybe maybe god exists i don't know you went from no to like yeah maybe yeah yeah you know i was flipped in 2020 (laughs) (laughs) um crazy crazy you're putting yeah, all your like, all your Carl Sagan and uh, Richard Dawkins books in a cardboard box. I'm playing my uh, my third man Carl Sagan seven inch. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Wait, is that real? It's real. Yeah. Oh my it's god, real. that's for sure. It's, uh, man records. It's Carl, a Carl Sagan. Sagan seven inch released by Third Man. Um, but yeah, you know, today is the first day. They just made the call, and Trump hasn't said anything yet. I'm like. A little bit nervous to see how tonight goes, honestly. Like everyone's out in the streets celebrating. I feel like you know. Me too. I'm still- kind of like glad I'm not in Philly. I mean, like Philly. I'm so. I'm just so fucking proud of Philly right now. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like For we really sure. did something. Right. And mm-hmm. the last couple months, like, I was working with like different organizers and activist groups, and like people have been fucking hustling in Philly to like get out youth voter turnout to register people like writing letters to registered voters calling texting like i don't know about you all but like i definitely i i was part of the reason of like annoying people with like hey i'm with this and have you voted but i got like an absurd amount of text messages every day mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. if you all did because you're not as much in a swing state but like well so my i got a handful, but yeah Florida a, still has Florida. my number. So yeah, yeah I me got and a Jacob are Florida. Yeah. Every day, like 30. Yeah, um, I mean, also, I had to, because I've been waiting for a call from the unemployment office for like months now, and they told me just to answer every single call because if I miss the call, I go back into the queue. No, oh, no. Oh, man. So I, I've answered every single, I've like lived with my phone by my side for like three months, which has been like terrible for my mental health too. But oh, like, oh my God. Just waiting for this call from the unemployment office. And so every single one, I'm like, hello, like, is it them? But it's always been like, a, hey, like, I'm with, whoever and i just want to ask you about the election and i'm so nice to them because i know that people are probably so mean to them i'm like thank you so much for doing what you're doing and uh mm-hmm. yes i am though mm-hmm. i'm ready to go take me off this list <laughs> yeah i've just yeah. been getting I, i'm on like i must have got on a bunch of like auto dial lists and i i keep getting like scammer calls like calls that are like we're from like social security and your shit has been breached like press one or call back this number and then you call back and it's like they know you can get they can get you with that one dude you're gonna get get got i call them back so i i like freaked my partner out i i I kept calling them back and yelling at them every time they picked up 
so I could get them off the list. And I was like, take me off the list. And the guy was like, $50. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, $50. $50. And it's like, it's it like, like some, Venmo me $50 immediately. Buy, well, buy, a, uh, buy a Amazon gift card and mail it to me. <laughs> and then I'll take no, you off that, the list. That's what the scam is. I mean, I did like a, I like fucked with a scammer in my, I have it like posted on my Instagram grid. Oh, that it was, was like funny. a three- it was like a three series post of me like fucking with a scammer. So I know, and I've been watching YouTube videos of like, mm. like guys that fuck with the scammers and like hack yeah. into their computer while they're on the phone with them and delete all their files and shit. Yeah. So I know like the whole routine. Um, but yeah, I've been getting more of those phone calls than election phone calls, but I've been getting a lot of election tech. And that's mm-hmm. just because yeah. you're a registered AARP member. Kind of <laughs> yeah. where you kind of end I'm, up getting I'm everything old. funneled. Yeah. Yeah, when I, when I find weed, it's the first bushes weed from back. <laughs> HW, <in the> <laughs> George yeah. HW, it's HW, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, a, it's the it's last good. one-term president weed. Yeah, nice. Right, <laughs> I, this is pre pre internet weed. I love. Um, <laughs> have y'all ever had your? Uh, I got the like great experience one holiday of having my parents smoke like my sister's crazy Florida weed that just is like gets you just like mind numbingly high and my parents always had talked about they're like i don't even understand this whole like strain thing whatever back in my day you just like got weed and it just got you high and my parents smoked that and i remember they were just like this is fucked up like i'm so high i can't even breathe yeah and i was like it's the ddt i mean you're pretty much just smoking pesticides in florida i mean that's cool that you got your parents to smoke weed i feel like my parents would not smoke weed with me you gotta ask them nicely it's that simple well, I you got just in, gotta I got put it in trouble. there. Put it in some baked goods and just say. Once my mom started really complaining good. about like pain and stuff, that's when I was like, you know, mom, mm. like, and like now they, they so they're moving to Florida. They're doing the that thing. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we gotta get more of this shit. Yeah, no, really, like we got them some medical marijuana the last, the last time we were down there. My mom was like, this is awesome. Yeah. So now she's I, like uh, full stone. I think that maybe that's like why she kept that weed of mine for the last 15 years is You're like mom i want to show you this case. movie i want to show you this movie called pineapple express i think you'll, you'll really <laughs> like it you mom i want to show you this movie wizard of oz and also this <laughs> album pink floyd yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> like, it's oh crazy it's what year is this from <laughs> <laughs> you go through your mom's google search history it's just like can you smoke weed 20 years old can you smoke weed that's 20 years old <laughs> if i smoke weed that's 20 years old will i die yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you guys have heard that that one audio tape of like the dude that made brownies and he like calls the cops to say he's dying i think he's a cop Aaron mm. or aaron or jacob can you pull this up like it's yeah uh, i'll pull it up what it'll is be it? on youtube it's like Put in like cop nine one one call we marijuana dying or something. Okay. I think it's a cop, a cop and his wife like baked brownies, uh, and then they okay. thought that they were dying and called the police or something. Oh yeah. Mm. All right. Here, uh, here, uh, here it is. A councilman from Dearborn, Michigan, is outraged over a nine one one call. He wants to know why no charges have been filed against a police officer who admits to confiscating marijuana from suspects and then baking it in brownies. <laughs> but once he and his wife were full and high, they thought they'd overdosed and called nine one one. I think I'm having an overdose as so is my wife. <laughs> overdose of what? Marijuana. I don't know if it had something in it. Can you please send rescue? Did you guys have fever or anything? No, I'm just. I think we're dying. 
Okay, how much did you guys have? I, I don't know. We made brownies, and I think we're dead. Time is going by really, 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 really slow. <laughs> I think we're dead. The newscasters are holding back charge. The police department let the officer resign. His wife was not charged either. So far, police officials have oh, not commented on the case. <laughs> that is a story like that. <laughs> We'll talk about switching switching gears. Time is going by really, really slow. Say goodbye <laughs> to 39 cent postage stamps. Bye bye. Starting Monday. All right, that's, that's how we it. all felt this year. Time is going by really weird, and I think we're all. Dead. I know. Yeah. I Maybe know. we're oh, all sure. dead. There's... Maybe this is the this is the final season of Lost. Actually. Oh, <laughs> I've, uh, yeah. I've creeped my SSRI subscription just through the roof since the pandemic started, and I think I might actually try getting a little risky and bringing it back down again. See what happens. <laughs> You're going to have to bring it down now that the Democrats won, the pharmaceuticals are going to be through the roof. Dude. Dude. Trump. Oh <laughs> Guy get the lower milligrams. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Street Adderall is going to be expensive again. <laughs> I will say though, it's, yeah, Jeff, you got to hook me up with some of that before uh, prices Dude, come up. I got I you. Pretty it's, much already, it's already up. But. It's in the mail. <laughs> I applaud just about every single musical acts artists band whatever that's managed to actually create something new during the pandemic because i feel like it's just like it's it's one of those things where when it started i feel like it was really easy to be like you know oh there's going to be so much time to work on stuff like it's going to be great for music great for art etc but it's been like i i just feel like there's just you wake up and you're like i could do something or I could just like scroll Twitter all day long until yeah. my brain completely fucking melts. Yeah, Jacob, it's, we got we got Borat too. Like, what what more do you want? That's true, <laughs> but it was filmed at the very beginning, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, yeah Sasha's probably pretty tired now. I think Sasha's ordering Domino's every day and watching House Hunters <laughs> International. You think he like eats Domino's? I think he does. Sasha Almost Baritone. certainly. Yeah, if you're I listening. Think so. You know, yeah, maybe. I feel like he would not eat uh, Papa John's, mm. or he would only eat it as a prank. Who eats Some Papa John's? Prank. I don't know. Where is uh, Papa Trump, John's? Trump popular? supporters. Well, yeah, I uh, guess so. Tr Trump supporters eat Papa John's. I don't think I've ever eaten Papa John's in my life. They do have the dips, which is pretty clutch. For the crust. Yeah, they so have to do that because their pizza's not good. Like I lived yeah. in Colorado for like five or six years or something, and. Um, all, all pizza there comes with a dipping sauce because mm, it's, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to dunk it in spicy ranch or ranch or whatever just to like be like, oh, this is good. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's great that you know, great. Biden, Biden got called today, but I'm really, I, I think the most fucked up thing that happened is the Prop 22 in California with Dude, Uber and all the that's fucking... That's pretty, pretty awful. I'm yeah. really upset about that. It's like <clears throat> they made it harder to change that law than to change the Constitution. Yeah. Wow. So it's pretty set. Like, they have to have seven, th seven eight vote to change it, and it's like, it's impossible. Like, it that basically guarantees that the people evil. have no, no say in it, and now all these people are contractors that can't get insurance during like a fucking pandemic while well, billionaires profit there's definitely this thing where just the tech industry as a whole is like this special face of neoliberalism where it's like you have mm -hmm. like the diversity workshops and stuff like that but at the same time they're going to be like hey prop 22 sounds good these guys right. are gig workers because it affects the bottom line otherwise all those ui ux designers who had to do mock-ups of uh push notifications for the Uber app to tell people to vote yes on Prop 22.
I hope you're doing great, guys. Do you guys think that maybe uh, Tom Anderson got out of social media and big data early so he could run for president in the future without having all this shit in his closet? I think I would um, go for Tom. He was my first friend. That's true. <laughs> Shout out to yeah. that guy. MySpace got, got away clean. Got away super clean. I'm so upset at MySpace though. Like kind of fuck Tom because when they did that that new website and they lost like all those files. I know. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, like all, all the first songs like that like I ever made were all on MySpace and like that, those were my only versions of them. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there's a um, they claim that it yeah, they claim that it was a mistake, but there's a conspiracy theory that they were just trying to get rid of server space and they just wiped it on purpose. Oh, that, I think, that must have been it. I I'm believe sure. that. Why not? Why, why would they give a shit about all of my demos? All these 10-year-old MP3 files that haven't been played it, in It has yeah. all the, the, the mashups like I made in college. Plays on yeah, but still, that's, that's years and years of internet history just wiped... Justin yeah. Timberlake found some shit on there he did not like. He found some, <laughs> some stuff that threatened his career as an artist, uh-huh. and he made an executive decision to just nuke the whole thing. Well, it's because he had Cover stopped up the on Facebook after being cast in the social network. He had stopped. Mm. In, yeah, Aaron in the Sorkin company. granted that to everybody. David mm. Finch is like, <laughs> everybody was coming on the movies during quarantine. Start. Yeah, because I was like, I just I want to watch like every movie that Trent Reznor has done the soundtrack to. Yeah, that's so true. fair. That's a and good. And so I just I went on that hole. Yeah, I, I think that was the first right. The, him and Atticus Ross. That was like their first big soundtrack movie, and they won like an Oscar or something for it. First big Social one, Network. yeah. There's something else. Then, what else? I watched a few. Other I know ones. they did Gone Girl as well because they have they have like a David Fincher partnership for sure. And yeah, I'm not a big David Fincher fan, but I will listen to all the Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross soundtracks. Didn't they do like the girl with the dragon tattoo movies? I think they might. Also, they I might. Think so. And, you know, I think I think Trent Reznor was like an executive producer on Lost Highway soundtrack. Like mm. did one shit. Oh, yeah. It might have been his first because they, they had like the perfect drug that like one off single in that movie. He did the soundtrack know, for Quake. Didn't he just get computer game? Didn't yep. Nine Inch Nails just get inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame like yesterday or something? Oh, really? did. did they? I didn't see that. I believe Rightfully so. so. Wow, this week is crazy. I know. I'm saying, you know. I do I do kind of agree with your earlier point of like saying something that upset you because I think um, we should bring ourselves back down to earth and like what's something that still made you angry this mm. these past couple days. I, I'm, mm. I'm very upset about Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham. When yeah, yes. yeah like, that Lindsey Graham, I mean, back. there was a lot of this election that people got wrong, but everyone seemed to think that Lindsey Graham was doomed to lose, but he yeah. won. Mitch McConnell, I finally, I realized this, he looks like a Purdue chicken breast. Like when you go to like <laughs> Walmart and you get that big old pack of the yellow one with the shrink wrap on it, yeah. he looks like the chicken breast inside that you pull out. And yeah, he's like the exact one. same coloring. Yeah. Y'all seen his hands? Stuff, stuff. He's fucking, he's, he's a fucking uh, undead. The yeah. hands are crazy. He's like his hands are fucking falling Scoofy. off. That was that like a big like thing. That looks like mob shit, though, to me. <laughs> 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 like hammer to the hand type thing. Ooh, yeah, maybe, mm. maybe so. Who, do, who does he owe? Is the question, and for what? No, no. Yeah, that's a good question. Gotta we'll have to do some uh, in, investigative journalism here. Uh, I'm gonna Dude, do he, deep he is literally always do. 
He is a cartoon character, though. Like, I can't stress this enough, like how he like literally looks like he's out of like a 19th century political cartoon. Like he looks fake. It's I didn't know people actually looked like that. A My few, a few is, months ago, I like, I, I don't, I, I would never like make fun of the way that someone looks, but like I turned to my partner and I was like, I need you to let me to go off on Mitch McConnell's fucking <laughs> vagina chin for like 10 minutes right now. <laughs> and I just like, I felt so bad even comparing it to that, but like, I just like ripped into like his appearance and his looks and everything about him for like 10 minutes and uh-huh. Just like let me like have it, and it felt really good. It felt really you got to try. The problem is, you know, we can. the The truth is, we can't be perfect people. We got to move on. <laughs> we got to accept this moment of weakness. Um, and sometimes you got to make fun of Mitch McConnell's vagina chin. You got to just <laughs> as we know, as we know, Christ forgives all sins, so it's okay <laughs> to do that. In the end, Maybe. we're all, we're, we're all welcome Maybe. to the kingdom of heaven if we uh, if we choose Christ as our savior. Sorry, Jeff. Well, technically, I'm Jewish, so I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's up to you. It's Jeff. It's up to you. It's your choice whether you want to accept <laughs> Christ into your life or uh, be damned to eternal hell. It's okay. I'm w- I'm waiting to see how the next four years play out. Okay, fair, fair enough. The the Trump spiritual advisor when she started speaking in tongues, oh yeah, that was wild. Dude. It was I, embarrassing tongues. It was it so wild. Good. It wasn't very good. But someone did. I think uh, it was like Hassan Piker, mm-hmm. who uh, from the Young Turks, whatever. They did like this thing where they were just putting like a beat over it, and it, mm-hmm. it actually it went away. It went pretty good. I think that she does have a career. Someone after needs this. to if put she gets an like, Ableton uh, license. She's good to go. Yeah. Someone needs to put like Enigma Age of Innocence behind it and like mm. slow it down so it sounds like, like whoa, whoa, whoa. That's I'm, interested, I'm interested to see what David Byrne thinks about her speaking in tongues because like mm. he would be the authority on that. <laughs> he is. Right? He famously spoke in tongues. That's right. right. You know, um, True. he's like, should see what stop, he, what he stop making sense. You have to stop making sense. <laughs> um, it was. I think she called down, I believe, angels from South America and Africa during the speech. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting choice, I think, for mm-hmm. the the Trump campaign. Um, interesting. I might have gotten cursed. Anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I uh, I saw some good memes. There was one one thing about like how the U.S. has no problem like deciding presidents in other countries, but our country, they're like they can't figure it out. I know. It was pretty good. I was going to bring up Marissa. I saw you post like maybe a week or two ago about how you like discovered like a whole mannequin pussy, like Twitter meme account that was oh, all yeah. mannequin pussy memes. That's tell us about so that. So honored. I'm so fucking honored. And then mm-hmm. yesterday someone sent me a fan cam that someone had made a bear. So I was like, damn, we're actually doing really good this year. I'm going to have to make a mannequin pussy meme. I'm like, I'm, I'm I'm working on it. Uh, yeah. We'll probably make so- we'll make something to promote this episode. I'm sure. Yeah, Jewel Sexual really beat you to that one on that. Mm. Jewel Sexual was great. Everything. Yeah, she was she's really pumping them out for a while when Patience <laughs> came out. Yeah, she's um, more. Yeah. She's definitely like a a heavy hitting voice in the music meme community right now. I'd say <laughs> on the on the rise. Mm. Yeah, a, ri- a rising cool star in the DIY music meme community. We love it. Yeah, eight point seven best new meme. 
she follows me back. I'll have to, we'll have to get her on the pod. She's, mm-hmm. she's pretty funny. She's funny. Yeah, you um, should. Oh my God. I would definitely listen to that. Yeah. I'm going to really slide into the DMs. I remember when I used a, to make send a request DIY memes and then I got techno poisoned. Now I just make techno <laughs> memes. Yeah. Then you, <laughs> then you bought your Euro rack. Yeah. And, and all, that's all you got can do now. There too. And, and you got a PS4. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, PS4. We're, <laughs> we were talking before the uh, before we started recording, before you joined us, Marissa, about how I, I received a DM earlier this week about someone said that they they enjoyed our podcast. They used to listen to it when they worked in the kitchen, but that they find us somewhat responsible for like creating a whole new breed of MU of like our music libtards. Uh, <laughs> Spot, like spewing their like indie rock agenda and i couldn't mm. disagree uh i just don't know what we can do about it now well, what's your agenda i thought we were anti-indie rock in general that's a good oh well, yeah i don't know i i would I'm, say not I'm you I mean, you're still making guided by voices memes <laughs> in 2020 sure. so <laughs> Just to, just to let people know, show people that you're a card-carrying AARP member. Uh, yeah, I mean that's like the like the only really f- there's only like mm-hmm. two really funny hard times articles that I can ever like remember. You know, all the rest of them kind of blend together. But one mm. was like Poser can't even name uh, his favorite thirty Guided by Voices albums or something. <laughs> Hard and Times then, did a, an article about Mannequin Pussy, actually. That was another oh, crowning achievement of my oh, year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What was the uh, headline? I, I think it was, like, um, g- guy confused. Uh, it's about, like, some guy who, like, thought he was going to, like, a Mannequin Pussy, like, convention and, like, found himself at a DIY show kind of <laughs> deal. <laughs> I, I got mentioned in like the Quincy Jones fake interview one for the hard times. And I was like, I'm done now. I don't ever got to do anything again. <laughs> I mean, the, the other funny one that I remember is like, ba- like Death Heaven bassist falls asleep on stage again or something, mm. which I thought oh, was good. pretty funny. Wait, I do want to. Um, exactly. oh, the, hard- the, the mannequin pussy headline is huge mannequin pussy fan surprised to find band of same name. Okay, yeah, that's it. <laughs> And it says local that's pervert. Really good. Local pervert Tommy Webster was surprised to discover yesterday a band named after Mannequin Pussy, his favorite fetish in the world. Peeved out sources confirmed. It's pretty good. Oh my god! It all reminds me, like, so two apartments ago, I just moved in with my partner. But two apartments ago, I lived in Bushwick, and I had this really young, really like incel weird roommate who turned out to oh, be yes. insane and sucks. Um, Oh my god! But I remember. In this. the beginning, he I lived. He lived there for two years. Um, in the beginning, I was. I would be like, try to be nice and like, you know, talk and like, try to like invite him to stuff because it didn't seem like he like had a lot of social skills or friends. And I was wearing a mannequin pussy shirt, uh, and he was like, "Oh, mannequin pussy! Like, what's that?" And I was like, "Oh, it's a band. Uh, they're like awesome." check them out and he was like oh i like them they're cool so then um maybe like a year later you guys were playing at Transpecos, uh which might have been the last time i saw y'all before the pandemic that was but, with um, avlov right with avlov yeah mm. and 
I was about to walk out the door to like meet up with my friend to walk to the show and my roommate came out and I was like, oh, I'm going to see Mannequin Pussy. You like mentioned that you like like them. If you want to like go, I'm going with my friend. And he was like, oh, okay. And he was like making like a meatball sub. Mm. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm like leaving with my friend. He was like, oh, okay, hold on. And he like grabbed the meatball sub and brought it with him. And on the walk there, he like scarfed the whole thing down, but we hadn't even like left the vicinity of the apartment yet. And then he was like, oh, I'm like, I don't know. I don't feel that good. I'm going to like go home. And he like (laughs) bailed at the last minute and didn't come. But he, you know, I got into like this weird argument with him leaving the apartment on the way to meet my friend on the corner. He said some like, some like, backhanded weird thing about like some guy wearing like a fanny pack and he's like it's he's like it's like saying how it was like not masculine and i was like oh that sounds kind of like homophobic of you and he was like oh why do you have to say that like i didn't say that you're like putting words in my mouth and i was like i don't know man it sounds sounds wrong like uh, it sounds I, not 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 good buddy <laughs> i hate that because that ruins uh eating a meatball sandwich on the street energy which is i think big in mm-hmm. philly because you got wawa and you get the, yeah. the meatball stuff from wawa <laughs> on the way it's to like the game 30 a.m you just like scar yeah we're definitely like rockahoe in the street kind of like people yeah for sure that's so, that's so the that, best part about the place. That's that energy is nowhere else. Like even in New York, we'll eat like a slice of pizza, but we normally stay around where it's at. But yeah, like you when eat I'm it in over Philly, the trash can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. In Philly, I I walk with a Wawa sub because I uh, I know that that it's it's right. It's so the way to go. You know, that's that's not the end of the story. Oh, so, okay. oh yeah, keep going. So Act one. Okay, he, cool. He goes home, and my my friend Josh, who I met up with, we like go to shows together. He was like that that was really weird and i was like yeah i don't i don't know man i was just like trying to be nice like he showed some interest in mannequin pussy in the past so i figured maybe he'd want to go out and um we're at the show and he texts me asking if it's still happening and shows up like three minutes before you guys play so completely misses Ovlov. walks in big mistake huge mistake He's like wasted. Like he obviously went home and like pounded a bunch of beers by himself. That was another issue. Like self drinking at home, not having any friends, being mm-hmm. like 18 or no, he might've been like 20 and like no job. Like his parents paid for everything. And he uh, walks in, like goes to another part of the show. And then by the time the show's over, he's gone. Like Artie had left and gone home. Like probably only stayed for like two songs. Like pay- Paid a cover and then dipped. It's so weird. Very. What's very the punchline? Wow. The punchline is not funny because it's like him <laughs> doing all the crazy shit later that resulted oh. in like police breaking into my apartment with a battering ram <laughs> while I was at yes. while I was at work. Um, that is true. So if I knew it's a whole saga. that he, he had that type of energy in him, trust me, I would have never brought him to a mannequin pussy show to begin yeah. with. But yeah, he uh, he had a lot of problems. He uh, he took acid with uh, some girl and then like freaked out, and the girl had to lock herself in the bathroom and call the police. Whoa! All while I was at work, and then um, when I came home, obviously my front door was like broken down. Like the uh, lock didn't 
it was like bent, you know, um, it was chaos. It was pretty, pretty bad situation. I was pretty happy that my lease ended a month after that. And I <laughs> dipped accordingly. Yeah. But yeah. I remember that. Um, definite incel vibe. That's why it's like, if you know someone and there's like an incel vibe, keep an eye on them. You know, people are fucking the incel are are You gotta trust doing it. crazy, crazy shit nowadays you know and I mean? don't introduce them to mannequin pussy because they're gonna get the wrong idea just like the guy in the hard times article yeah <laughs> we've been we've been so lucky like people who like our band are so cool like if they're it, it's, it's a very like weird venn diagram of like every type of person you can imagine which mm-hmm. I, I guess now i would include like incels and right you got at least like one incel bit. fan yeah, yeah at least well, like one. i don't even i don't even know if he actually genuinely liked liked it uh, probably not I think, probably too much i think feminist energy <laughs> yeah he probably thought the name was funny that i would wear a shirt that said that and then I, when i told him it was a band he just wanted to connect and being like yeah it's cool that's nice at least he gets yeah. the joke mm-hmm. maybe maybe i mean he could be the guy from the hard times article that's just uh, <laughs> very very yeah. excited in the crossover demographic but who knows? I don't know. Good luck to that guy wherever he is out there. Oh, I hope boy. Uh, people are safe around him. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Uh, I no longer live in that that uh, area, <laughs> luckily. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like things are looking better in the world. Um, that's in the past. That's that was a Trump administration mistake. Yes, for sure. <laughs> And now things are getting better. The world's moving on, brighter future and whatnot until uh, the next bad thing happens. And mm-hmm. hopefully COVID will disappear like Trump was saying and everything will get better. And uh, maybe the silent barn will come back, you know? We'll I know. See. Yeah, maybe like- Shea Stadium. Maybe they'll like take over the Vice offices and give it back to, you know, Death by, Death by Audio. audio and <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do 85 Tent and Glasslands and all that. Aviv, oh, we gotta bring Aviv back, folks. Aviv, oh shit! Number yeah, one the DIY walk. venue in in Bushwick. Talk oh, about hot Aviv. venues. I was gonna bring it up earlier, but uh, didn't someone like have a heart attack in there one time? I think so, so or like a, a heat stroke or something. Yeah, really hot, and, like a five floor walk up too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was fucking brutal <laughs> in there. Oh my god. We'll see what venues survive. I'm I'm curious. I'm like. You know, obviously the big DIY venue, Bowery Ballroom and Music Hall of Williamsburg will always, they'll always be around. Bro- Brooklyn Bowl. You know, they'll yeah, just Brooklyn have to Ball. up the, uh, the suggested donation <laughs> for entry, but, yeah, right. you know, they'll always be around. We'll see. I'm curious to see. I'm sure Market Hotel will survive, even though it's like, they have cool shows. It's not my favorite spot for music, for sound. Mm-hmm. I hate the way the... Uh, like it comes to a point behind the stage with windows. I feel like it makes a lot of sound issues, but mm-hmm. uh, they'll be, they'll be around. We'll see. That's the least of their concerns. <laughs> I mean, hopefully St. Vitus kick like sticks through it. Oh yeah. We'll I've never That'll been be... there. I've been meaning to go there. They've been having a tough one. They messaged about like people who bought tickets, like giving yeah. an option to just like, spend the money at their merch store or something and yeah. i was like yeah it's that's what i'm gonna do because definitely want to keep saying vitus around yeah i was gonna tell you jacob i got the same message about the shishu tickets i bought for mm-hmm. both of us and uh i did the same thing so sorry i don't i don't have 30 bucks for you because <laughs> yeah, I, I, I gave it back to forgiven them, but uh forgiven forgiven well it's but, money it was money already spent it's like you yeah. know i'm not 
I, I could use money now, but it's like, I'd rather, I just moved to Greenpoint. I want to be able to walk to St. Vitus. You know what I'm saying? Mm, for sure. And uh, uh, what's want, it called? The, the Warsaw. One. Warsaw. Warsaw, yes. I kind of hate Warsaw, spot. but I'll go I do there, too, I but I feel like it's kind of cool because it like kind of looks like it's it's got like that weird interior that makes you feel like you're in like some sort of like fucked up opera house. Do you know what I mean? My, per- my problem with them is very personal because mm. the to- the period of time that I was going to shows there most frequently, I was very broke and mm. their bar doesn't take cards. So it's, you have to use the you have to use the ATM. And at the time I had no money on my debit card. So I wanted mm. to put drinks on my credit card, which was impossible. So they probably kind of saved you with that one though. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, I think I, I saw Boris play the pink record all the way through there. Oh, I could have cool. used another drink, you know, TBH. <laughs> uh, uh, and I, I saw a cool Angel Olsen show there too. But generally, I don't know. That whole like living in Greenpoint, the uh, TBH, the Polish community, kind of gives me a uh, a Trump vibe, which is a mm. little sketchy. A little sketchy. Like none of them believe in COVID. No, there's a lot of non mask wearers on the street, which is uh, well, you know. Well, it's it was- like they already live like on a super fun site. Like, what the fuck do they care? I know, right? Well, I, I remember uh, I was going to bring up, speaking of dead venues, Brooklyn Bazaar shut down last no. year, which was pre, pre-COVID, pre but it, it was um, a rent problem. They couldn't, it was too expensive to uh, to keep up the rent there. And it was, it's an amazing space, of course. Yeah, this um, amazing. And I saw, I saw uh, Have a Nice Life there with Planning for Burial and uh, Elizabeth Colorwheel a couple of years ago, which is insane. Uh, and mm-hmm. then also they they would have um, I, I have a couple of drag performer friends who would host drag shows there. And it was one of the only places in that neighborhood that did drag, um, which is pretty cool. But anyway, I uh, was dabbling in drag performing last year and they had an open set and uh, I was last on the list to perform. And I show up with a. Uh, with a show me the body song <laughs> that I wanted, to, <laughs> I wanted to have played really loud. And of course they're like, is your song under five minutes? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, it's nine 55 and we have to be out of here by 10 because of the noise. And I'm like, what, what? It's a fucking metal bar. What are you talking about? But apparently they had noise complaints and their agreement was that, um, they couldn't have, noise after 10 p.m. So I had hmm. to do my show me the body number at like half volume and they were shooing everyone out the door because they had to get it was just like, you know what I mean? It was just like, damn, that neighborhood must be kind of tough. Should have done uh, silent disco style. We lost Jeff, by the way. Jeff died. Which means it's Hi, a Jeff. perfect time for me to mention the fact that they actually invented drinking at shows because before like the the days of the plate reverb, when that really kind of started to take hold, the the more you drank was actually the more blurry the music got. So it was kind of like the original dry wet knob, literally. Mm, and so that's that's, that's actually why it's why called dry they wet. Still do it, yeah. <laughs> that's why they named it that as well. Uh huh. I gotta invite Jeff back. I feel like he's oh not gonna be able to find his way back in. Jeff's phone probably died or something. It says that he's he's not only still here, but he's on video. Oh, that's a lot. Wow. I think that is. Yeah. Wait, I want to. I want to know more about this. Show me the body drag 
number? Like, were you able oh. to film this? Was it like something There's, that you did again? I only did that number once. So here's the thing. I, I, uh, I have a whole bunch of friends who are drag performers and I myself, like I said, was starting to do it myself, uh, last at the end of last year, I started in the summer and, uh, here and there was doing open sets, um, uh, through the end of the year. And I was like looking forward to like picking it up this year and having that be like one of my main creative hobbies, but obviously nightlife is in shambles right now. Um, so that didn't happen, but, uh, I only did that number once at that show. I was hoping to do it again at a, uh, properly, uh, uh, at a proper volume, let's say it, it felt, it felt a little silly when it was so quiet, you know what I mean? Like I was trying to get into it and I was like the end of the night and, but I did a uh, hungry Actually, I I took the song Hungry and I spliced a little bit of uh, Diamanda Gallas in front of it. <laughs> um, do you know who Diamanda Gallas is? She's like a she's an experimental no. vocalist. She does these really satanic oh, yes. uh, vocal performances. She's amazing. Um, oh damn! I, I yeah, I'd love to hear that remix. Yeah, I'll, I'll I can I can upload it and, and send it your way. Um, but uh, yeah, it was I was excited about it, but then the circumstances made it pretty pretty funny. It was also like my second time performing like ever, so I was like already mm. nervous, and then it was like, all right, go go go, <laughs> we have to get out of here. But yeah, um, I'm hoping I can do it again at some point. Uh, drag is like I said. Just like the uh, musicians are struggling, you know, drag performers are hit pretty hard. You know, like they've had to do the whole digital drag thing, which some people Think are good at. Yeah, well, it yeah, it. Is. I mean, some people like um, hate it. I have a couple of friends who are queens, and they they don't even want to bother because it's just not fulfilling to them to do, and I, that totally makes sense to me. Um, I, I yeah. feel the same way, kind of like from the artist or like a musician standpoint of like, I just don't want to do a live stream. Yeah. Like even if there is like money to be made in it, it just does not feel like one creatively fulfilling and two for like for rock music, for punk bands. It's like, that's really about like a communal experience where everyone's like screaming in each other's faces and having this cathartic outlet. And it just doesn't feel, it does not feel the same at all to be like performing for your computer. And and it's this, it's the same exact thing with drag. Um, when you go to a bar, when you're at a, when you're at a drag bar and there's a number going, they're going through the bar and like, Mm -hmm. it's, they're building off the audience. It's like the same as a punk show. Right. Um, and to do that in front of your iPhone, maybe you have a ring light set up, but you're not getting any feedback from anyone else. You know, it, it's just, uh, and listen, if you're, if you're, uh, uh, video minded person, like I, I do, my work is video editing. So I could, if I wanted to, I could figure out how to do an interesting pre-made visual number with you video. You could just do TikTok. You, yeah, I, you would kill I on could TikTok. start a TikTok. Exactly. <laughs> start a That's, TikTok of like, yeah. oh, like, oh, look at me. I look normal. And then like, you know, you do the transition. And then, and I, then do, like, I do the arm thing. Drag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I could I could make a killing on that. And you bring it back. Yeah, um, TikTok is where it's at. But and that might be, that might work for some people. But uh, a lot of people who are bar performers or like, you know, they're, they're used to performing to a crowd. It's just simply a, a, a completely different exercise. So I, I completely get where people are coming from. It's to, to be going on eight months with 
very little. Only now are restaurants like opening up uh, for yeah, more than a few on. people to do there. And, you know, there there are some like drag shows happening, but like nightlife. Oh, also, they shut down the subway uh, for late night. And that has huge implications oh. for nightlife. So, like, yeah, it stops if at one, right? Yeah, if your drag show starts at one a.m., how the fuck are you getting home? You're gonna call an well, Uber every even, single day. You can't even do a late because restaurants and bars can only stay open until midnight. I think exactly. Yeah, it's that combination. Mm. And like, you know, when this is over, we're beholden to the MTA to re re start late night service and like there's a lot of uncertainty as to whether that will even happen or not you know what i mean it's like there's a lot of huge question marks with nightlife and that applies to the the music scene as well i would say well i'm lucky like i i re-lost my job like right when indoor dining opened again so i didn't have to do it i only had like worked with the outdoor dining and i'm kind of happy about it honestly i'm a little fucking nervous to be inside serving people Oh, right yeah. now like everything's yeah. on the rise you know it is like new york's going up they're all good. everything is sketchy to like the thing is is even if you're safe like the type of people that are comfortable with the indoor dining are the type of people that are going to be spreading this shit that aren't like getting tested regularly and I like s- don't don't follow the rules you know what i, I mean? saw a thing this morning that like brunch reservations were at an all-time high today because of the Biden thing <laughs> i did i saw uh, that tweet. It, it's 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 very ironic because it's like you know it's very much just like upper middle class white people in new york that are just like hey time to go put some service workers in harm's way mm-hmm. it's it's whack <laughs> but to celebrate trump being out of office but well, eventually. Yeah, we'll fucking see what happens in the next 10 weeks. That's yeah, true. We will. Well, I feel like that's a good note of uh, of minimal optimism to leave off on. <laughs> Pragmatism, <laughs> like, they call it. Pragmatism. Yeah. I, I do like the vibe of minimal optimism, though. That's, yeah. That's like really taking it forward into 2021. We're leaving pragmatism behind. Yes. You can't get, you can't get ahead of yourself. We're looking at the knob and we're putting it at one instead of zero. <laughs> and we'll see how that feels. And then maybe we'll just turn it back to zero. Yeah. I think yeah. Got to err on the side of caution, you know, but yep. anyway, I was going to say thank you, Marissa, for coming on so much. Uh, is there anything you have to plug or you want to tell people where to find you? No, I mean, I'm a, I'm a person in the world. I'm a person on the internet. I think I'm extremely easy to find because no one else dared to take the name Mannequin Pussy. <laughs> you didn't have to fight uh, over that name? No, that, <laughs> I did not have to fight over that name pretty miraculously. <laughs> That's true. Um, and we'll I stand put, by the fact that we were one of the, the first pussy bands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, fuck the, you, perfect pussy. <laughs> pussy Riot, copycat uh band of course yeah, we're, the, um, the, we're the only lasting pussy band true <laughs> and you know uh you know kathleen hannah she only put pussy in a album title she she wasn't even you know she wasn't Did even she, like, i forgot about that which one pussy, pussy whips the uh oh, the right. but uh you know she she wasn't you know riot girling hard enough to put it in the in the band's name you know what i mean <laughs> right <laughs> You know, that's where the risk is. Like, are they going to put it on the, uh, on the, what's it called? Um, I I would say, I would say that like naming your band Manic Pussy is like pure risk, very little reward. Right. (laughs) 
It's brave. Well, you, yeah. you would say that, but it seems like you're the only remaining pussy band, and you guys are killing it. So maybe, maybe the tides are turning. This is this mm-hmm. is the blue wall of uh, pussy band, <laughs> pussy band music. Well, um, after Hillary Clinton lost, all the pussy hats went into the closet. So maybe we'll have a pussy hat revival, uh, and thus the pussy bands will come out of the woodwork, and you'll have to you'll have to uh, issue some DCMAs. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, you should yeah. copy. You should like copyright the word pussy, so no one else can use it in any in any sense. I think I think that's I think a good Trump, idea. Trump already owns the intellectual property. No, he, uh, he copyrighted. He's got the dot com. Oh fuck. no! Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, yeah, we'll put like a link to your uh, your band stuff and like your band camp in the description of the episode, so people can check out your music, and we'll we'll all. Uh, we know we're not on the edge of the seat for the election anymore, but we'll be back on the edge of the seat w- waiting for the EP to drop, the Mannequin Pussy EP to yes. drop. Thank you. <laughs> I can tell you it's called Perfect. Oh, Perfect. Hell yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So everybody keep an eye out for that. And uh, again, thanks for listening. Good episode, yeah, guys. Yeah, thanks so much for yeah, inviting me to hang out with thank y'all you on so this much. fucking strangely wonderful day. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Let's ride the wave for the rest of the day. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Yeah, we only got like about 12 more hours left of happiness before we got to get back to work. Yep. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Ordering pizza now, guys. <laughs> yeah, before we have to dunk on libs again, you know. And that's not a. T- <laughs> <laughs> Clocking it, into that, the dunking on libs factory. That is Monday a morning. That, that is a pizza gate thing, guys. When I said <laughs> I'm ordering I'm ordering a pizza now to celebrate. It's pizza oh, God. Thing. Yeah, Confirmed. straight from DC. Overnight <laughs> shipping. I'm going right. to the basement. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, Thank you. Peace. Bye.